Hello and welcome to the Florida Peanut Podcast. My name is Noah Walker. I'm with All Things Visual Marketing here in North Central Florida. And I'm, today I'm joined by our fearless leader, Laura Fowler-Goss of the Florida Peanut Federation. And on the phone today, we have joining us Miss Sharon Sandlin from Sandlin Farms, a teacher down in Levy County, and Mr. Harry Browning of the Gilchrist County Food Bank Incorporated. We hope you enjoy. On the phone, we have Mr. Harry Browning of the Food Pantry of Gilchrist County Incorporated, uh, who serve the people of Gilchrist County, yeah. the, the those in need and, and those who need food in Gilchrist County. And we appreciate you for joining us today, Mr. Harry. And uh, we've already talked a little bit here before recording, but you've given us some great information. And we're really excited to share you and your cause with our viewership and our listenership here on this podcast. Lord, do you have anything? Do I want to tell you a sweet, sweet, sad story. Oh. Mr. Browning's wife um, was, was really involved there in the food pantry for a long time. And they came by way of meeting some of the Florida Peanut Federation leadership at a doctor's appointment. Mm. And I'm, I'm real sorry to say, and Mr. Harry, we, we certainly send our condolences even yet. Um, Mrs. Browning uh, got to go on to glory last fall. And since then, he has taken over her role there at the food pantry. And, and it, it blesses my heart, Mr. Browning. It, it's something um, that I'll never forget. And I'm going to work on my husband a little bit. <laughs> It, so he can list you as, as an inspiration um, for future things like that. But tell us, how long have you and your family been involved there with the food pantry? Well, my wife was involved with it probably 15 years, something like that, something close. And I've been involved in it about on and off for 20 years because I took care of their equipment up there for a long time, our freezers and our coolers, whatever tore up that's what i fixed because that was my that's what my regular uh employee was doing mm -hmm. okay but, so mr browning uh, you were involved with the food pantry for a while before uh you took the reins why don't you tell us a little bit about the food pantry and, and what the mission is there in gilchrist county well it's mainly to feed the people that do not have food or low income and uh we started the backpack program too a few years ago. That that probably been ten. It's been well. It's probably been twelve years since we started the backpack program. And you all prepare and about a hundred backpacks a week. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We do a hundred hundred a week, and uh, we also when we we do the backpacks, we also carry them to the schools. Uh, we carry them to the Trenton Elementary School, Trenton High School, Bell Elementary, Bell High School, all four schools in Gilchrist County. That, Amazing. And they, I call, I call them, and they tell me how many they need for that week, and I, I get them, and we get them made up, and I, uh, me and got some help that goes with me, and we get them carried to the schools. About a hundred a week on that uh, backpack deal. Nice. And then our distributions, we uh, we go on with about 181 every time they come uh, here. In the last two three months, it's picked up to 181 families. Now that's not people; that's families. That's mm. complete families. And they average about 
I'm going to say about four people to the family that picks up. And, That's uh, amazing. What we do, well, what we do now for the pickup is we got a drive through. They uh, used to get out and we draw numbers and all this. We quit that when the COVID started and we go with a lining up and people and I direct the, I, I stay down bottom and, and keep the car flowing and, and try to keep the boxes coming to me. We get through, it takes us about hour, hour and a half to go through that many people. So when, we got, and this is the distribution at the train station. I believe you all do that yeah. twice a month. Is that yes, right? Ma'am. That's right. First Thursday and the third Thursday of the month. And it, what kind uh, of, truck used, truck what kind of materials there. are you giving to, to these families? Mr. Browning, I'm sorry for cutting you off. I, I, me, uh, we, everybody gets meat, uh, and then uh, we get vegetables, produce, bread, some type of sweets or chips, whatever we can get from Bread of the Mighty in Gainesville is what, well, because our, that truck comes from there. And then on top of that, if we run short at the pantry on meat, we buy meat from them, from the food bank in Gainesville, and they bring it to us. And if we need anything in between there, the dry goods or something like that, uh, I make a run and pick it up. And uh, the county funds uh, about a quarter for us. And uh, yeah. then we got donations, food donations, money donations. And uh, we got a few people that come and if they got extra stuff from their garden, vegetables, they bring it to the pantry. We got a cooler we, and we try to give that stuff out the day it comes in. You know, if sure. it's greens or whatever. That's that's so awesome. Now, the pantry itself is open there on First Avenue on Mondays and Fridays, right? Right, from 9 to 2. Nine okay. And two and a half 212 Northeast First Avenue in Trenton from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Mondays and Fridays. And is that staffed with volunteers? Yes, ma'am. And we don't get paid anything. We do, This is volunteer only. We, I think that's what makes yeah, it so special. I think there's a, a big heart that is shown not only through the investment and, and donation of your time, but just the willingness to prioritize that, I think, makes it just really, really special. Um, I have in my notes about 100 to 150 families come through the pantry. Mm -hmm. And right. so altogether, I mean, we're well over um, a thousand. I mean, if we're talking about on a monthly basis, I mean, we're in the 2,500 to 3,000 people that you all reach with necessities to sustain their life every month. That That's incredible for a small county, especially, and run by volunteers. Right. And even if it was just a right. few, right? So you're serving kids who are who are who who don't have an opportunity to get that food for themselves through the backpack program. This is an right. incredible mission. And seniors. Mm -hmm. I mean, those two groups yeah. are, are very vulnerable and, and for, uh, don't let me say anything out of line, Mr. Browning, but you're no spring chicken, are you? Uh, no, ma'am. I'm not. We got a van that I, I drive. I do the pickups and the delivery and, uh, I do the setups at the depot. Uh, that means I get up and get going before anybody else has to get there and do anything I'm, I'm there at least an hour ahead taking care of it but you know the reason i do this is because i enjoy doing it it gives me something to do 
besides sit at home till I'm retired. And, uh, you know, it, it's just a joy. I don't do it for to get any praise for it. I do it because I love to do it. I love the people. Yeah. And Laura might not describe you as a spring chicken, but you sure have the energy of of a young rooster. That's for sure, because it, it takes a lot of energy to organize something like that, and you should be commended for it. Uh, let me ask you a question, Mr. Browning. Uh, how does the... How does the food pantry operate? Does it are they are they private donations? You you mentioned a little bit right. that the the county right. put some toward it, the but county, how does that work? The county donation they they set it up by the quarter and it goes to the bread of the mighty in Gainesville over there. That money does, mm-hmm. and uh, do have money coming in uh, monthly from different organizations, churches, uh, different people, you know, mm-hmm. and then we do one. Uh, last of November, 1st of December, so we can do a, a kind of like a Christmas distribution. And that works out is... real good because uh, we get a truck that comes in, and if we can, we can, we we give them enough meat uh, for the, because we don't do it but one time in, in December. one, And we give them a little bit more meat that time than we do the other two times when we do the other months but other than that we you know we got people that's generous i mean they are they they, they look forward to get to help us and we get every once in a while we get volunteers to come in oh well that let me help a few days or we do community service too uh, I, uh we got different people that come in and do does community service and i have to sign off on them that helps them plus it helps us Sounds like an organization that helps helps a lot of different a lot of different segments. That's for sure. So many facets. So what I was uh, what I was going to ask was how how um so you get food from the bread of the mighty. You get private donate donations from folks in the area. Um, what where else are you getting maybe food donations or or other things from? Does it are that, are those the two primary uh, yeah. sources? Well, we get stuff from uh, Hitchcock in Trenton. We get food from them when they when they have it. We get I go pick it up. Ever so often, the, the water bottling plant up here off of 340 in Gilchrist County. They they call me and tell me they got they done a food drive for me, and I go up there and mm-hmm. pick it up. And that that ranges uh, probably in the neighborhood 1,500 pounds or better. That's pretty good. And then the post office does it every May, mm-hmm. and then we pick that up. And that was about Right at a thousand pounds this year. Awesome for Stamp Out Hunger. I love that. Yeah, Stamp Out Hunger and Florida Peanut Federation was a big contributor to Stamp Out Hunger this year. Yes, it was, and it did help us a lot. It helped us out a lot, and uh, I've let them know know at schools that now this peanut butter is coming from the Florida Peanut Federation, and it just is like Laura said. It's it's just coincidence. I happen to be talking and. When my wife was back in the doctor's office, and this lady heard me, and she told me, "says Do you get y'all get peanut butter from uh, Florida Peanut Federation?" I said, "No, ma'am, we don't get anything." She said, "Well, she give me a number, and I called it, and Miss Laura got me, got me all set up, and that really helps." Here he comes and in really his van. Appreciate the farmers. No, no, uh, Mr. Browning comes up to the warehouse in his van, and he said, "I'm here for my peanut butter," and I said, "No, sir." 
I thought you wanted 1,440 jars. You and I can't load that in this heat. He said, no, no, get it on the forklift and put it right in these doors. Would you believe we put a whole <laughs> pallet of peanut butter straight in the side of a cargo van? Straight in the side of a cargo <laughs> van, back to Mr. Browning's right. warehouse, and then out to all those kids every week. That's, a, that's right. fantastic. Right. And uh, we did have our, our backpack set up on uh, in a corner. But we moved it, and we moved the office out, out of the corner. And we've got a air-conditioned uh, place in there that's probably a, probably a 10 by 10 with shelves in it. And that's where we store our backpack uh, food for the backpacks. We give them snacks, whatever we get, you know, whatever we can come up with, breakfast, uh, canned goods. We don't put any meat in it because they have to go to the schools, and then they have to go home with it. And we could do that on Wednesday. but. Other than that, you know, we, we just rely on, and, and the people of Gilchrist County have been good. I mean, they really have, and they've come through. Even when we, we've had times, we didn't have hardly anything, and we just do what we do. And all of a sudden, right. shelves are back full. How could somebody, right now, how, would somebody how would somebody get in touch with you to um, help your cause and, and help the food pantry and ultimately the people of, of Gilchrist County if they wanted to? Uh, well, they can call. They, uh, Laura's got my cell phone number, but they can also call the pantry. Uh, I got a lady to answer the phone down there, or I answer it one, and it's 352-463-2710. 352-463-2710. And that's the Food Pantry yep. of Gilchrist County Incorporated in Trenton, that Florida. Mr. Browning, we right. just can't thank you enough. Alrighty, well, I appreciate it, and I've told you about everything I know. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. Browning, for joining us. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful day. All right, y'all too. Appreciate y'all. Also joining us today is Miss Sharon Sandlin with Sandlin Farms. Uh, and Miss Sharon, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, Sandlin Farms is a third-generation peanut farm started by my husband's grandfather in the 40s. We're in Levy County and we um, grow approximately 1,200 acres of peanuts. That's a lot of goobers. That is. That is a lot. That is a, lot. a lot of peanut butter. Uh, what? Um, so this episode of the Florida Peanut Podcast is a little bit about the altruistic side of, of everything that happens with the Florida Peanut Federation. And my understanding is, is that you are involved with the backpack program. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Um, as a former teacher, uh, I've worked with students of various ages and got to see firsthand how they rely on the school breakfast and lunches that are served at school. Um, in our area, North Central Florida, the percentage of students that are on the free and reduced school programs is, is very high. Um, and these students go home for the weekends and they're home for, you know, two and a half days and sometimes are wondering where their meal is going to come from. And no child should face the weekend not knowing if they're going to eat. It hurts my heart, the idea hurts my heart. So you, so you were driven, driven to help the backpack program or start the backpack program where you are 
because you were seeing firsthand a lot of that hurt and um, maybe even educational degradation and living degradation caused by that hunger. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, No child can learn when they're hungry. What is the uh, importance of the industry supporting the local communities and, and things like the backpack program? Well, a lot of times industry has more power and strength than individuals. And when the industry works with the community, they're able to add a lot of resources to these community projects and be a part of their community. And um, Laura does a wonderful job of bridging the Florida Peanut Federation to some other volunteer organizations and letting us be a part of helping meet some needs in the community. Yes, she does do a great job. Yeah, takes people like you who are the hands and feet, Sharon. She drives um, all the way from South Levy County up to the middle of Swanee County to pick up this peanut butter, and and it used to be almost affordable, but not anymore. Yeah, that's a big gas bill. The um the it so the people like you, right? So Laura does a great job of making sure that those things are fulfilled and getting them out there and finding them where she can, but her efforts are definitely multiplied by the Sharon Sandlins and uh, the um, Harry Brownings of the world, because those folks are in their communities and all these are, are different separate communities that see the need, fill the need and reach out to help. Uh, fill that need as well. So um, while Laura does a fantastic job, does a great job, it is very important to have the folks who are on the ground seeing these issues, the teachers, the food pantry managers, uh, but teachers especially because you guys reach into a lot of different families across the counties and the communities that other people might never touch, if that makes sense. School is a a very important cross-section of every community. That's exactly right. And Sharon, what we did this past school year with you was about 700 jars of peanut butter a month. How was that broken up into the distribution? Did, did each student that's enrolled in the program get a jar a month or, or two? Or, or how does that exactly work? And would you speak to what all goes in the backpacks? And, and is it weekly and then extended for additional school breaks? The program that I'm currently working with is the Citrus County Blessings. Um, Our farm is in Levy County, but I grew up in Citrus County, still have family here. We spend a lot of time here um, and just wanted to reach out and work with them some. Currently, they are serving about 2,000 students a month. Um, This is a huge scale operation. They are, um, yep, yep. They um, serve at every school and um, peanut butter is going home with their students about once a month. Okay. And um, wow, the peanut butter is such an important part of these backpack programs. It, besides being the excellent source of protein. It's a shelf stable product. We don't have to worry that the students need refrigeration. 
And all you need to eat peanut butter is your finger. You can open that jar and stick your finger straight in it. And there is your source of protein. Um, so I'm a, I'm a firm believer in advocating for the peanut industry and supporting peanut butter and pointing out its benefits. Um, but it's really nice when you see that this peanut butter is helping these children or helping out. Um, it's great too for disaster programs. Yes. Um, other things that are going home with these students, um, they send things such as granola bars, cereals, oatmeal, um, fruits, uh, especially individual servings of fruits, canned meats, canned pasta, um, mm -hmm. bottled water, juices. Um, and these, these students count on this food for the weekends. Yeah. Um, besides the weekends, Citrus County and a lot of other food banks also send home a little bit of extra at the holidays. When students go home for two weeks at Christmas, they're missing out on that school breakfast and lunch. And several of them also have summer programs. That's that it, it just it boggles my mind a little bit. It clouds my eyes with tears a little bit. Um, Sharon, I'm just thinking about these 2000 kids. Yeah. Are they, are they predominantly elementary school students when they get older? Is it a pride thing or, or what, what demographic do you see this serving most? And then what barriers could you point out that keeps it, you know, from, from widening the range of opportunity to serve? Well, I can tell you in Levy County, most of the backpacks went home with elementary age students. Yeah, I thought um, so. The, maybe some because of the stigma and such. Um, in Citrus County right now, they serve every school, um, awesome. all ages, um, even some daycares. Um, in the elementary school, the food goes home over the weekend on Fridays with um, a rolling backpack, but in their middle and high schools, they set up a pantry and they allow the students to come in there and quote unquote shop yes. for a certain amount of food. Um, that way they know that the food is being utilized by the student, the students getting to pick out what they will actually yes. eat and use. Awesome. Awesome. That, that sounds really effective rather than, you know, he, here's your carton of milk and, and your golden grams, whereas right. that's not their, their food of choice. Sharon, do the parents have to agree or enroll in the program or how were the students identified? Is there a registration process or literally, if you are hungry, baby, come get some raviolis and a jar of peanut butter? Well, in Levy County, most of the students are recommended to the program through the guidance counselors. Okay. Um, again, most of them because they're elementary students and, um, you know, or the teacher recommends the student to the guidance counselor. Sure. They send home a form for the parents to fill out and agree to 
you know, accept the responsibility of the program. The students, when they pack the backpacks in Levy County, the volunteers do not know the students' names. The backpacks mm-hmm. are marked with letters and they fill them. The school takes them and the school knows that backpack A goes to the student in such and such teacher's classroom. Um, I don't know enough about the distribution in the Citrus County schools to speak to that, but I suspect that it's very similar. Sure. With such a need, um, with such a need that you've identified, I mean, you guys are helping 2000 kids in one scenario. Obviously there's a need for people to pitch in and help as well. How would you encourage or, or get others involved in helping out with this program? Most of the backpack programs are run through or under the assistance of a local community food bank. You know, depending on how much volunteer time you have, there are volunteers needed for everything. There are volunteers needed at the actual food bank to create the pallets of food that go to each school or to each pantry. And then at, um, then there are volunteers that are utilized to pick up the food from the food bank and deliver it to the school. Other volunteers may come in and organize the school pantry and pack the backpacks for the students. And it's a, it's a very prescribed um, list of ingredients that go into the backpack. They make sure that there's protein sources, that there's fruit, that there's vegetables. Um, it's, it's very prescribed usually. It's not just put whatever you can in this backpack and fill it up. So there's, you know, if you've got two hands and the time and want to help, contact your local food bank, tell them you want to help them or to help one of the school programs and they can sign you up. If you're in an industry that you can help with the collection of any of this food, be it a growers group like Florida Peanut Federation. Um, Sometimes grocery stores donate uh, food that's near the end of its shelf life. Sometimes there are organizations that help the food bank spend their money that they've raised to get more bang for their buck and more product and food home with the students. So, um, and, you know, every one of these organizations, food banks are always looking for monetary donations. So there is a whole slew of ways that anybody can help. Yes. Gosh, Sharon, this is just, it's so humbling to be here and pretend to be a host of a, of a pretend program for a small group. It's just the, the need seems so wide. And and once we start talking about it, it makes me feel like um, what I've been real proud of the peanut farmers for doing is is just so minuscule. Um, But I, I do think it's important to say that the way Florida Peanut Federation donates peanut butter is because the farmers choose to pay in a self-imposed tax that runs through the Florida Department of Agriculture that then 
is given to a research organization and a couple of promotion organizations, one of which is, is Florida Peanut Federation. And annually, as a group of peanut farmers from across the state, that board has to vote for the money to go to specific programs. And one of the programs is the peanut donation program. So basically these farmers, they're growing the crop, they're managing their operation, they're putting in the input costs, they're, they're riding the wave of the market. Then furthermore, um, from the profits that they may or may not have made in a single season, they're giving money to buy peanut butter that was already theirs. Mm -hmm. um, and then then kind folks like you are being the ones, um, you know, the peanut farmer then comes and gets it and picks it up and takes it to the school and help helps organize that. Um, I actually have chill bumps right now because that seems like a lot, but not in terms of what the need is. And I just think it's incredible that that we have a little piece of help in this situation that truly just, it just hurts my heart so badly. Um, so thank you, Sharon, not only for your time this afternoon, but um, for your time that you've invested in the money and the resources. Um, it really, it, it really is something that that's like nothing else. Yeah. It shows a lot of big servant heart uh, in, in helping those in your community. It's that's huge. Well, so, yes, as, thank you very as much. farmers, as farmers, you know, we, we feel that peanuts have been good to us. Um, it was a nice way, a good activity um, for our family and, and obviously sustained our family. So peanuts have been good for us and it's good to help see peanuts also be good for others in the community. And uh, we're very proud of Florida Peanut Federation and the difference that they make with all of these people that they're serving with this peanut butter. Thank you again, Ms. Sharon, for coming on and sharing this with us and, and, and giving us a to-do list because this, you know, I feel like I need to get up and go and, and do some things to, to help those in need uh, between you and Mr. Browning. You guys have it's told us about a lot of people goodness. with a lot of needs that you guys are helping. So we appreciate you very much for joining us on this Florida peanut podcast. Uh, and we hope that you have a wonderful day. Thanks, Thank Sharon. You. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for the Florida Peanut Podcast. My name is Noah Walker. I'm with All Things Visual Marketing here in North Central Florida, joined again by Laura Fowler-Goss, the Executive Director of the Florida Peanut Federation. And today we hosted Miss Sharon Sandlin and Mr. Harry Browning, both involved in helping their communities through food pantries and doing the important work of feeding those who need food. So have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye.